the thing that hurts you, it makes you mad. It's like, hell, you already know it, and you're right. already pissed off about it. But if somebody else says it, boy, you, you know. You, 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 uh, it's you know. cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Ben Johnson, a.k.a. the Hogbone Player of the Year. And I got my got my 32-ounce Powerade and my coupon for a free dinner at the Country Buffet. And I got a special guest for this episode of Everybody's Upset. We got the man himself, Joel Ingram. What's up, Coach? What's up, Big Johnson? Always good to see you, baby. I swear to God, man, this man fresh off practice. He got, he still got the whistle on and everything. He might got a script in his pocket. I will ask him to see it, but you know what I'm saying. I, don't wanna... I took it out just a few <laughs> minutes ago. But he for sure got the whistle on still, man. Uh, Coach, you been good? Man, I have, man. Busy. You know what I'm saying. You know, it's a lot of a lot of new normals, but uh, but. I've really enjoyed it. You know, sometimes when you do something new or anything different, you get out of your comfort zone, it can be invigorating. Sure. And, uh, you know, I'm kind of going through that right now, but we're fixing it at a real tough um, moment of our schedule at Dublin. So, you know, it's just, it's, you know, white knuckled, gripping fists every day, you know, trying to prepare. 100 miles an hour. All the 100 time. miles an hour. I know <clears throat> since, you know, everything, because, you know, football season starts before everything. So you was already down there, and you know this past summer preparing. Since then, I know I catch you in Walmart every nine day, and you just beeline to where you're trying to get in and out. And I'm like, they go, they go, Coach Ingram. But you know the crazy thing, uh, Coach Wallace. If you want to find Brad Wallace, go to Walmart. You yeah, find that's where you see, him, man. He's and he's in the same boat, man. You get a. Um, you know, I would have to run in and get something for the house, and the, our time at home is so, so precious and valuable because you know sure. my, my wife works a lot of hours too. So, you know, we enjoy our time together. So, anytime you know when I get home, we've got to, it's just enough where it works now. So I don't ever want to give it up. So usually, if I have to have anything to deviate from my normal daily schedule, I try to beeline so I can get on home. I heard that. I heard that. That work-life balance is important, man. I'm young, learning that now as a, as a young man, dad, and husband. So. It is, man. <laughs> that nothing will teach you more, but you know, you know fatherhood. You know, sure. as being a coach, there's nothing. You know, you can tell a coach that's uh, that's that's had like competitive age kids. They understand. You right. know, I, I think that helped me as a coach more than anything was having a son. Man, oh man, that says a lot. Yep. Because. It's real. It's a real life example of no doubt. Like you know, one thing I, I feel like parents sometimes. You know, when parents want to frustrated parents want to talk to you, they don't necessarily want to complain about playing time. They're just frustrated parents, and they don't know how to voice it because they don't want to sound like that parent. Uh-huh. And I've been there, so I've been able to say, help them say, "Hey, man, I know how it is, bro. I got you know, I went through the same, go through the same things. You know, that's one of the benefits of that. So. You know, at the end of the day, it's all about people. You know, you understand people. You know, you listen to understand, and uh, a lot of times that alleviates a lot of uh, bad blood. You know, for sure. 
we gonna talk. We definitely gonna talk more about that particular thing in itself. Uh, especially, it's it's a it's an easy thing to say and to understand, but it's different. Washington County is just a different place, man. It's just a different place. But uh, we let's, we gonna get to that. But let's go ahead and you got any announcements? Tell us what's going on with Dublin. Um, you say y'all got some bid coming up on the schedule. Who y'all got up next? No, we uh, this week we go on the road and play Lamar County, and uh, you know of course, you know our guys in Waco. We've we've had some battles with Lamar County the past couple of years, and uh, they have one of the top two or three players in the country in his position, and uh, C.J. Allen. And uh, you know last week alone we scouted him at Upson Lee. And he had 208 yards rushing on offense and had 17 tackles on defense. Dang. So, and he like, you know, T.J. Braswell mm -hmm. at Washington County, you know, he had, it was electrifying at the state track and won the 100 and 200. And Allen was third in the 100. And he's a 220-pound kid. So, he's a very skilled athlete, too. And, we've you know, we've gone against him in the past. So, it's, 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 it's going to be like that every week. And we're in a really tough schedule, mm -hmm. I know, like, so we're in Swainsboro's region. We're in Blackley's region. We're in there with Jefferson County. You know, with the way some, some when there was a shift with the with Class A, it, some schools that were normally Double A, it shifted lower classifications with GHSA, and so you have teams that were normally Double A are now Class A, and now you have teams that were probably higher classifications down lower. Like I know in Double, and and I hate it. You know, like in Double A, man, there's no classification that gets dumped on than Double A. When I say dumped on, like it's so competitive in double A because so many of those schools have the numbers uh, to be double A schools. And uh, in, it's hard for the rural schools, you know, Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it's really, yeah. it's really hard. So when you see a Fitzgerald win it like they did last year, that's awesome. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but like it's double A is so competitive and like Pierce County's double A now, Appling's double uh, mm -hmm. A, Thompson's double A. Mm -hmm. And those were very formidable quad A schools. All those schools were, uh, state champion caliber and made deep runs in quad A last year. Right. Now they're in double A. So, yeah, that's, yeah. You know, so Big it's, deal. It's, yeah, it's a really tough, it's tough for those double A teams. And then in class A, you know, when you had teams like, you now you have Dublin, Swainsboro, Jefferson County, East Lawrence, man, um, Blakely County. And then the, uh, the top two seeds, you know, host then three and four goes to region one in mm -hmm. the playoffs. And guess who's in region one, Irwin County and, uh, uh, Brooks County. Oh, so man, Brooks. it's it's Brooks never County. it's never a dull moment on our schedule. For but sure. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, we've played schedules. I've I've had schedules like that before, and you know they can either make it great through the uh, non-region, as uh, as ours have happened in the past, as some we've had some in the past at Washington County, and then they can blow up in your face like they've happened too. It's just you know it's the nature of the beast. You. It's hard enough when you're when you're a school like a, a known program. It's hard to find games you can only play other elite schools. You know, it doesn't matter if you're uh, if you're rebuilding. It doesn't matter if yeah. you're up. It don't matter if you're down. It's right. so hard to find. And that's you know they say pressure comes with the privilege. That's a that's a fun thing about being at a great place. That's also a tough thing yeah. because there's years where you really want to you know, play more level competition, and it's just hard, you know, and uh, you're just never going to find – you always have to load – you end up loading up your schedule with heavyweights, and right. it's like that in Dublin. It happens to Washington County like that. It happens to Swainsboro like that. All all really traditionally strong programs right, right. end up like that. It happened, it happened to us, but, you know, we find a way to come out on top. Like, no doubt. Sure. You know, no doubt. And, uh, and 
especially when they when they when you know you benefit from them, you know when, when you know those non-region games get you tougher for the region schedule, and that's what it's all about. You know, it's it's really not about those first non-regions, even though it is. You know, you, you certainly give everything you got to win them, but they're to get you better. You know, they're mm -hmm. they're to get you prepared uh, for your region schedule, and then how you play in October. And uh, in November and hopefully early into early December, that that's what matters. You know right. what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. you just have to learn and fail forward. And uh, and no, you know, I'm sure if something goes wrong Friday night, Saturday morning. I'm sure I'll be ranting and raving, have to be reminded <laughs> of the same things I'm right. saying right now. But right. It, you know, sometimes it's tough this as, like as a, a competitor, door. as a coach and a competitor. Any coach will tell you it's hard to model some of the things yeah. we hold our athletes to, but we have yeah. to. Um, but you know, yes, sir. You just, you know, the whole thing saying tough people win, man. Now you got to show toughness. You got to move forward, right. and you know, like Ed Reed, Ed Reed said, I was watching the interview. Uh, he was talking about when they won the Super Bowl in New Orleans, and he was in the locker room. He was talking about in the locker room. He was like the small things uh, are what mattered, mm -hmm. and he went on a rant about. Uh, telling the players, you know, when you come in from practice and come in from the games and you cut your tape off and you throw your towels on the floor, pick that stuff up. Mm -hmm. Because it was like he was like a volunteer, firefighter came, had to clean it up. He was like, we, he shouldn't have to do that. Absolutely. He, he was like, once he made that, he's like you said about being a model of that, once he once he made that example and, and, and voiced his opinion to his guys, they made those small changes. Those small changes turned into small changes on the field, which turned into big changes, which led to a Super Bowl. Many people have seen the uh, the picture. It was all over social media when Army played the University of Oklahoma and played them a tough game, but they showed a picture of the locker room after the game, after Army had been in there. Bruh, it looked like that thing had been just built. I mean, it was the cleanest <laughs> room ever. Yeah. And See, they got a standard. taking pride and having yeah, a standard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we do that, you know, our kids, you know what, I'm proud of that at Washington County. Our kids had a pride in that. And right. at Dublin, we hold them to a pride in that, you know, right. picking up tape, you know, throwing away trash, uh, uh, being, you know, being courteous, helping a teammate out, you know, just being. The man, the myth, the legend, Coach Marty Claxton would call it, pay your dues. Pay your dues. <laughs> you better pay your dues. Pay your dues, yeah, pay your dues. You know that's right, man. But, yeah, y'all be, listen, man, uh, between time, we got some, Diehard Waco fans, but we we also got some just some true pure football fans too. So like y'all, uh, and I'm sure y'all gonna be keeping track of Dublin anyway. So listen, y'all heard, see what y'all got stacking up already. Y'all y'all can kind of y'all got to keep an eye on you know uh, the neighbors so you can see what it's gonna look like down the road. So y'all be on the lookout. Y'all make some games, man. Uh, oh, they have, man. It's been great. There's been some. Waco folks, great support, you know, right, and because right. our, our weeks have worked out. Like I know we scrimmaged a week before Washington County, and we played. Our games were staggered, so like I know a lot of Dublin people were at the Waco game last week, and I know a lot of Waco people were at our game that a thousand game we had at the mm. start of the hundred season uh, two weeks ago with uh, with Wilkinson County, and you know it's all love, and uh, you know training Mike Adams. It's yeah. a funny story. Yeah, Mike. Mike came down from South Carolina Dang, to the game. Well, he, got to, minute, he got to man. talking to Dr. Williams, our superintendent, before the game. Uh -huh. They started talking about some hole-in-the-wall spot <laughs> that's like a um, soul food place in Beaufort, South Carolina. And the next thing you know, when we were coming out getting ready to run through the sign and they doing the invocation, I'm like, it had, the guy had like a, like a northern New York tone to it, you know. And, uh, and, uh, and then 
I was like, man, that sounds like Mike. Then afterwards, yeah, he was you like, know Dude, Mike, it, Dr. Williams carried him up. And he said the invocation before the game, man. man, he popped it on him. So, you know, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, but, for um, sure, man. Oh, yeah. Listen, man, you want, and uh, if you want to know about some good food, man, holla at Mike. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, he love he love food. He love cooking too. Like he, you wouldn't know, but like he a chef. Like he a good chef. Like that man. He like come in. Oh, you know, you remember he was working at the hospital. And, oh yeah. And he like man, come here, come in here. He's like try this. He like I like what is this? He like it's cheeseburger soup, man. Like you, he like, you want the recipe? I'm like yeah. He just gave it. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Mike always been a good guy, man. Miss Carrie, and then, and we know why we know why the food at the hospital is always so good. Oh man, rest there's a couple peace. ladies in there that could throw down. Rest in peace to the man himself. Yep, but Mr. we know Mr. a couple David ladies Ursher. that could, a couple ladies could throw down back there too. Because we used to go to Mr. David House for a Super Bowl, man, and food everywhere, yeah, man. man. <laughs> food everywhere. That was one thing with Big Dave, man. Got with Mr. Usher, God rest his soul, man. You were always gonna eat good, for sure, man. man. And we and we eating. I'm talking about. A plate right here. Yep. A, a plate over here. She's steady cooking. <laughs> she bringing stuff in. Y'all try this out. Miss David get one. Like, oh, goodness, Carrie. <laughs> the great, the, the, the thing that I just remember so much about David, man, is how he would get, so he would sit back in his chair on Thursday nights and just see me before, and on Friday nights before games, would see me run around frankly trying to make sure everybody things in place and stuff. And I'm just nervous or we're down to the wire. And I look over there in the game. I remember, maybe it was Brooks County in mm -hmm. 2018. I'm just going about to become unnerved in the final seconds. I look over there and him. He's just laughing, just yeah. he haw laughing at me. <laughs> and he always used to say, "You got to let go because life is like the Great American Scream Machine. You better hold on tight." You know what I mean? You just that's all you yeah, can say. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I used to. All, I mean, I still try to live by that. But um, but I just I know. Uh, I know you know the cookie delight. The uh, oh man, oh man, yes sir. It don't be on time too. Man. Yeah, they used to put their elbow in it, man. <laughs> well, yeah, man. All right, so that's all I got for announcements, man. Uh, be be on the lookout, support these kids, man. I know uh, one of the names you mentioned about them young guys, uh, uh, Braswell. Is he a joint? He was. He's a senior this year. He is. He is. Uh, yeah, DJ yeah, Braswell, because he, is, he got mean, a lot of offers last season, right? Because towards yeah, all, I saw the picture and I was like, oh, he going to Ohio State. I thought he was going to Ohio State, and, right? Because um, they had um um um. I don't know. I don't know him, but I know his his dad. He right. was all in the pictures like P Diddy and shit. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know. But uh, man, the man had. He had that breakaway speed, man. When you, he did. When you, you hit know, the hole, he's always he's always had that gear. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's yeah. some people that just when you watch them on tape, they just look fast. Right, you know? right, exactly. And he could really go, and he you know had size and speed. He and, played. Um, he played. Was he playing corner? Yeah, he was playing corner. He was, and he was playing. He was more of a DB for the yeah, first yeah, part yeah, of yeah, his yeah. career, and he still is. You know, he could. That's one thing that was about his marketability because he could have played either position at, sure. at a high level. But mm. anyway. We had, uh, you know, we had good stable of running backs, and he was in it, and we were able to use him a lot and not, you know, be too much on him because mm -hmm. he was a two-way player. Right, right. But then, you know, we got ravaged by some injuries as we went into yeah. the season. We lost one of our uh, main running backs, and uh, we actually lost two. Mm. And so DJ's carries had to uptake. And, right. man, that's one thing I'll always have respect for him as that I'll always remember him for is how he stepped up for the yeah. workload and it yeah, was a, yeah, yeah. it was a tough road to hoe the last of the year and he really got off and 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 all the kids played their guts out right. and uh that makes the difference and he put enough on film you know and he's he's 
you know, and we certainly saw them at our OTAs in June, and it's there. You that, know what I'm saying? And that makes the difference in the player. Oh yeah, oh player. yeah. I mean, yeah, I, you could be fast. Had, or, I'll tell you this: right. he might have had five yard. He might have had five carries last week or whatever. I promise you this: you ask anybody on their schedule if they're not ex- ex- worried about him taking right. over a game, they're gonna respect that run. You better believe it. You know what I'm saying? You better believe it. So. You know, and I look for him, you know, and, and, and you know, Waco, they're going to come out. You know, they're going to, I mean, they're going to come out and you're going to see him. I'm just telling you. And, uh, they're, you know, coaches are going to be good coaches and that's going to, and you're going to see him, you know, and he's going to do, you know, he's going to do what he's going to do. And, you know, I know I'm just glad that I'm not having to be the defensive guy trying to game plan for <laughs> yeah, him. Yeah, right. I'm serious right, now. Right, so. right. So y'all guys support these kids, man. Support it. Support everybody, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you the tradition is it's the tradition. You love who you love, but you know these kids once they leave school, man, it's it's real world. And if they go on to the next level, hey, that's that guy you that's that guy you love to hate that particular Friday. But hey, he he they moving on. Oh, absolutely, man. You know, that's one thing. You know, that's one thing. Unfortunately, the student athletes have got to understand. You know, it is what it is, and the best thing to do, man, is, like, what you don't know won't hurt you, right? And, like, I know when I was a head coach and even now, you know, sometimes the most well-intentioned people will come to you and say, hey, man, you know what so-and-so said about you? And I'm like, man, I wish you just wouldn't tell me that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, you don't need to – nobody needs to rush and read, you know, anything. And a lot of times a part of social media, people are allowed to say things out of total emotion, you know, out of total emotion. And – and sometimes they say things that aren't that aren't necessarily wrong, you know. But yeah. but it's just you know it's just on on everybody's uh, circadian rhythm is whatever mm. big word you want to use. <laughs> that you know football's so big in the south and especially in towns that when a loss small hit, town a loss hits in the days of social media, you know. Look, man, look my you know my first year in in two thousand six. We started out one and three. You know, we mm-hmm. lost to a Baldwin team that was unbelievable that had two guys go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. We lost to Dublin 42 <laughs> to six at home when they won the state championship, you know, and oh, it was before the days of social media. But hey, they still call it was still AT&T, bro. And they, would, they, <laughs> they would call, I, you know, what the, the one thing they would yeah, do the back phone, then, they'd yeah. call you up, oh, some old guy would call you up and tell you how you saw her and didn't yeah. need a coat. But we ended up playing you know, we won twelve. We won eleven games and played in the semifinals and took the eventual state champion to the ropes. You know, and and so you have to you have to reserve judgment. But 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 now this day and age with everything moving so fastly, man, you're you're a click, you're a you're a you're a meme. You're you know yeah you're oh, yeah. you're a meme away from saying the internet of, from hurting yeah. people, man. You know and you, you know and like as a football coach, you know I heard Mark Rick say. Being scrutinized as a football coach is part of the job description. If you work in high-rise buildings, you oh, can yeah. fall. You right, know, if you, right, if you right, coach right. football, you're going to be scrutinized. Because sure. you, know, it, it you can't please everybody. Yeah, and it is what it is. You know, right. it is what it is. You don't have to like it. You know. Right. Um, but you know, just most coaches are, are would understand and and know this. And and I know Waco is no different than the guys that we are at, at Dublin. Man, you just keep your nose down. And you keep pushing forward, and you keep your kids moving forward. You know, sure. 
over the years, I've grown to, to, to read a lot of those powerful sayings and the, the beliefs like like na- high-functioning people, like Navy SEALs. Yeah, yeah. The one old, of the things they say. Oh, David Goggins. And his, no, yeah, yeah, one of the yeah. things they say is fail forward fast. Yeah. And yeah. part of part of getting better is failure. You For can sure. say it's not, but. No, that's necessary. I, no doubt. It's part that's of the reason it. with our culture right now, and this could be a whole other 10 episodes, oh, is we're, we're, we're teaching to take away failure in sports. And then mm. we're holding everybody in this cancel culture to these wanting to berate, you know, berate coaches and be for this coach and against that coach. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's just like our political system. And I'm not going to get on that either. But I can't I can't stand this this or that. You know, you know, right. you know, there ain't no gray area. It's like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And if you agree with this person, then you that person, the yeah. next person enemy. It's like, yeah, oh, see, and I got off. That's why I've been off social media for about six months. And that was that was reason behind it. Because you I believe, just say something, but you got to be on somebody's side. No doubt, I believe. I believe. You know, when you when you when you believe in black and you know something's as clear as black and white. Right. But there is a gray area it's too. Always a that's gray area. that's where the conversation happens, where things progress, and that right. goes with anything. For sure. You know, and and like I said, man, that's part of the reason I I, I voluntarily was talking to you. Number one, one of my old players it's like always been like family you know what i'm saying right right and and because you know i've i i stay in my own lane you know i, <laughs> I post on social media you know when i have something on my heart if i want to dang you know it's you know just kind of get myself pumped up for the day or whatever but like i you know i don't get caught up in the hoopla you know and i just hate like nobody wants where i used to be to succeed more than i do if i didn't I would have wasted 22 years of my life or somewhere I spent mm. the majority, like the half of my adult life was, right. has been given all I had for this place. Right. And I still live here and I still love it, you know, and, uh, you know, I still encourage, you know, some of the guys, the coaching staff and all, and, and the guys, and even the ones I don't know, they know where I stand. Right. And that's the thing about this, this or that, you know, when my, my whole deal went down, you know, the one thing that it was never a narrative, the one thing, you know, to me, in high school athletics we at Washington County, we had a brotherhood, sort of like the you, man. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody from the old, you know, fed into the new. Right. And nobody ever wanted there to be a narrative where me and then somebody that I always had extreme good, good extremely good relations with and, and Robert, uh, to be pitted one against one another. Mm. and. You know, he and I have talked, you know, multiple times about that and how that was never the case and it and, and never will be the case, you know. And, um, you know, shoot, when they play a game, you know, I mean, anybody, the way I can help, you know, if I can help with film or anything like that, we're always, and they were great when we worked with them at camp. So, you know, right. I'll always, you know, that's, that's, that's home here's where my, my kids go to school. So, um, and I think they'll bounce back, man, because our kids have always been resilient. Our people are resilient. Mm-hmm. You know, the culture here is resilient. Yeah, yeah. But even you know, a culture can eat itself, and oh, yeah. you you can't let your culture eat its eat itself, and you know, and think that something's you know everything wants a microwave world, and think something's Everybody broken. Broke. Like you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I didn't like right now. They're not broken. I mean, you hmm. can't you can't rule that right. down. On the NFL, I mean, how many times? Uh, on week one in the NFL, I'd like for them to go back on Sports Center and see 
well, how what the what a lot of these Super Bowl teams' record is through like October, mm-hmm. like like the Bengals last. Year. I mean, right. these guys come out of nowhere, right, man. Right, right. And once again, and Coach Holmes at Dublin says this: it is about how you're playing into November. Are you surging, and are your players getting better? Mm-hmm. And that's the name of the game. You, you know, can, in a way, you can forecast the season from the first freaking and, game, okay, and you don't so. say and and. And that's not saying all them games, oh, man, every coach tries to win every game. Uh, hours exactly. of film have been watched. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. Um, hours of film been watched. They know who know who can do what with the football. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So, you know, they know what they're doing. And But, that's you know, that's just it. You know, I'm, we're sitting here, and my time's coming, too, because as soon as things go awry, in the court of public opinion and the days of the Twitterverse man, and stuff like that, they'll be killing us, too. So, but oh, it is, it is, you I have, live for it. It, it, <laughs> it, is, it is what it is, you know, but, uh, but like, you just don't. I live I, for it. Exactly. <laughs> I've heard coaches say, Al Borges, a coach, as a well-known coach, man, I've, I've seen Al Borges say that during football season, he don't read a new, he doesn't read a newspaper. He doesn't right, read, right. back when newspaper, or when yeah, that yeah, was yeah, widely used, he didn't watch mm-hmm. TV. And I don't, you know, I, I do try man. to, you know. And once you, once you let that, once you feed into that, it's going to affect everything. Absolutely. It's going to affect Absolutely. everything. Absolutely. So you got to just keep it, you got, you got to keep it moving, man. Let water roll off, like, like water off a duck back, man. Bad, you have to if you, if you, if you, if you feed into these people that have nothing better to do than, because look at it this way. If, if you win, if you go undefeated with at least 40 points every game and go undefeated and win a championship, it's, they still going to be unsatisfied. Yeah, oh, absolutely. It's the world we live something. in. About something. About something. It's the world we live in. But, you know, I think when it comes down to it, the the success mindset, and most coaches are, are wired this way. You know, we wired to, to pick yeah. up and move on. And but that's necessary to, absolutely, to, but to get these teams what they need to absolutely. be and be able to do you know, you have, stuff I mean, coach can do. You, in this day and age – Mental toughness is taught is is more of a necessity to be taught to deal with what they have to deal with, man. And there's just like I said, you know, you deal with stuff today where you have a bad play in a game and you're viral. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. And it just takes a lot of confidence. You, know, you have to build these kids. You know, we we think these kids are in a society today that they're a show me society with all the selfies, but mm-hmm. with all the reliance on technology, man, some of those fragile social skills have been lost in the mix. Football, sport, uh, sports like football might be necessary because one thing that I remember being told, uh, well, yeah, you you said it, and pra- is either practice or or a game, and you know I heard it again watching football, you know whatever. Is uh, have amnesia, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. You had that one bad play. If you dwell on it, all the rest of your play is gonna be bad because you're not focused. But Red, if you, you got to forget it because yep. that next play, you you gonna you probably go off. You do, you, you do, off. you, you do. You have to have a. And when I when I was a player, I guess I was I was probably my, my sophomore year of college, and it really clicked mm-hmm. that if you prepare and you do the film watching and you go as hard as you can in practice, when you know you've done everything you can. A lot of that, a lot of that worry mm-hmm. goes out of your mindset. Yeah, because you're confident. Yeah, and confident. and you you don't want to have the mindset of making a mistake. I, heard, right. I don't know if you've seen the podcast uh, or seen Bussing with the Boys. You know Taylor Lewan from the Tennessee Titans and Will Compton. No, I'm Will that. Compton. That's one of the things he was talking about was when he was early in the league. 
you know, he was talking about how much he loved Raheem Morris. He said he loved it when he got to the league because when he played for Bo Pelini in Nebraska, if he missed a tackle, he just worried about just everything going wrong. Mm-hmm. But said he missed a tackle in a preseason game and thought, oh, God, I'm fixing to get cut. And Raheem Morris was like, comp, yes, good, good shot, good effort, baby. You, you hit him on his hip out there. You're supposed to miss right there. He said, right. let's like play through it. Right. And he's like, right. exactly. nine years later in the NFL, that thing stuck with me, you know. And I do, I, I believe in letting the, you know, you let the athlete. And when I'm early in my career, you know, I made so many mistakes when you, know, you want everything to be perfect. You got to yeah. run it again. Yeah, you know how right. many times I've said that, you know. <laughs> hey, man, you got, you got, we got to get some T-shirts made or something. Yeah. Run it again. Yeah. Or, or coach go back to play 12. <laughs> and there's some, some bumper stickers or something. With now, that. Oh, here's the deal. Nowadays, the way it feels, Damon, is I wish I could give some of that to today's mm-hmm. but i wish some of the way i am today more older and wiser mm-hmm. and mellowed out and could have been right give that to right. y'all i wish i could have been is i don't know being an assistant coach again man like uh, it is awesome because i really like i had the pulse of the team mm-hmm. i had to lead into everything but i really have the pulse of the team um in my position group and um you know I, I understand now, you know, all the dynamics that go into it. You know, you want to, uh, you know, you want to, I don't sweat the things that right. used to would have drove me crazy. I don't let space, that get to me. You got space for it. Like, I when do, you was absolutely. head coach, you had well, and, every, every, right, pretty much I, every and department. I got, to where, I got to where I could handle it pretty right. good as a head coach. Where right. I had a trouble when I was a younger assistant. Mm. Things that would have made me, and even as a younger head coach, you know, it's like, the, the things that would have just drove me crazy as I've gotten older, I don't think I've gotten like like more tolerant. It's just more so that I've I've relaxed a little bit, you right, know. Right, so right. we got that's one positive thing that's come with with age, I think. Yeah, with age and wisdom, man. I yep. I say all the time, there's a certain it's a certain blindness and deafness that comes with youth because so many things that are right in front of your face and so many things that people tell you every single day and you've heard it so many times, it still won't mean nothing to you. And there's and in a lot of cases it's just a result of your youth. You ain't lived long enough to understand what these people are telling you or trying to show you. So that's I'm pretty sure that's what that's what you're experiencing right now. Yeah, it's it, it's one hundred percent, man, and, and I look back on things, it's one of those things. If I'd have known then what I know now, but then I look back too with so I many say, great great I say it every day, man. So many great man. I, mean, I, I remember how we did As a young things. man. Well, I'm talking about man like like today, like, like our guys I think we hit the sled good, but like mm-hmm. we don't hit the sled like we hit the sled in two thousand nine or ten when man. we were all that you know, yeah. we were I be dreaming about it sometimes. Man. <laughs> I be dreaming about hitting that sled. No, I'm telling you, we were you know, and that's you know, when you go other places and certainly Dublin is an elite program. But it makes you real feel really good about where you were, you know. The kids, seeing you know, the kids were always, um, you know, well mannered, you know, coached up. That just you know, just that's one good thing about living in a in a in a in a country place. Um, mm-hmm. And I heard Doc Holliday, who was the head coach at Marshall, he said one time. I remember he had a great quote. He said. Middle and South Georgia football is the greatest football in the world because football is a religion there, hmm. and it's important. And they'll, get, they'll shake your hand and look you in the eye. Right, right. You know, you just you know you got that real solid uh, foundation of a kid. And, um, and man, it was it used to it used to 
shut the town down, man. Absolutely. Shut the town down. And when Cole Wallace gave that speech before, I believe it was. And still will. Baldwin. This might have been Baldwin. It was a home game. I think it was Baldwin. It might have been that Halloween game, but he gave that. He, you know, it kind of gave me goosebumps. He was like, man, he was like when he first came to Waco and Friday night, and he was like, the town was dead. Net lights, everything, like it was a ghost town, but you go to the House of Pain, is rocking. Absolutely, man. Like, it, you know, I, it was I, electric. <laughs> it was electric in there. And I'm like, you know, I'm ready to go after that. I'm telling you, I just remember, uh, I just remember when we played Blessed Trinity in the semifinals mm. in 2014, that stadium was at capacity. Yeah. And, uh, was that right before they uh, changed it? Was it? No, it, yeah, it was right after oh, they changed okay, it. Okay, 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 yeah. And, I mean, and the thing is, you know, the thing about football and how it's changed in the landscape, you know, times are a lot different than they were in the early 90s. You know, the what uh, what Washington County is up against is the same thing. You know, and this is the, th- this is the argument that I'll always appreciate Washington County for. And I'll always fight for Washington County for when people say, oh, you know, that's one of the things. Hey, we were pioneers of lifting weights, but now everybody <laughs> lifts weights. No, yeah, yeah. everybody lifts weights, but people still don't lift the weights the way we lift the weights. Yeah, exactly. right? right. And that's something that was instilled from Coach Tomberlin. Right. And that's something that our kids always believed in. And, uh, and you know, being at Dublin now and seeing, you know, because COVID hit them twice, or two years in a row, they were started the year virtually, so they were missing two years out of the weight room. So we were having to catch up ground, mm. and that made me realize, like, man, you know, when I was here, you're always chasing it, you're always trying to get better and better and better. But when you're away from a move from a situation, you can sit back and like, like dissect it and right. understand. I'm like, sometimes you'd be too close to the situation. Right, I'm like, I'm like, man, we were strong. Yeah. We were <laughs> yeah. so strong. Yeah. I remember, and this is crazy. But the year, the the year that in March of 2020, the, like when they canceled school, midweek, that fr- that Saturday was going to be the state weightlifting meet, and that oh, was man. the strongest Washington County team we'd ever had. We were taking them into that. We had we had worked so hard in the weight room, right? And then you know we're gone away from each other. Yeah. And our kids were, and then we came back. You know, we were we 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 made do. You know, we took all the precautions. Uh, in the weight room to make sure if there was a minute of practice be held, we did it. And you know, we fought through the quarantines and the right, players right. and missing oh, coaches. I couldn't imagine. Missing bro. coaches, man. I couldn't imagine what that was like. I remember in 2020, Damien, it was the fifth game of the year before we had our, our whole coaching staff together. And that was the year, remember, when Baldwin had to cancel for, for COVID. They canceled the first their non-region schedule. Mm-hmm. We had to, we on a Wednesday night, we got a game with Swainsboro who we already had on the schedule later in the year. So on a Wednesday yeah, night, yeah, yeah, we yeah. play Swainsboro. It comes down to the last minute, and they score to beat us. Then a few weeks later, we go down there and play them. It comes down to the last minute, and we <laughs> score to beat – or they right. score to beat us in Sandersville, and then we score to beat them in uh, Swainsboro. Right. And, uh, and we've, had, we've had some electric games with – you know, you, we'll get to that. You know, you're talking about some of your, my favorite games. Yeah, we're going to get to that for oh, sure. Yeah. All right, so – <laughs> we gonna we gonna come right back to football, man. Cause like like I said, we got to dig deep into the freaking vault of just everything Waco out of and who and who better to you know go in there with it with, with than Coach Ingram. All right, so we got the man, the myth, the legend, right here, Coach 
Coach Joel Ingram. So when somebody says, when I hear the name Joel Ingram, flashback, uh, all kind of catchphrases, all kind of antics, the man turning three, four different colors because somebody missed a block, changing, turning to the red, red as a red crayon because somebody was in the the locker room laughing during halftime and we was down. (laughs) All kind of stuff come to mind. People know me as Big Johnson. A small group of people know me as, or refer to me as Big Jeezy. Uh, even smaller group of people know that my name is actually Damien. <laughs> you feel me? So I owe part of that to Coach Ingram because Coach Ingram, Big Johnson, Big Jeezy, and me and the Bell, Big Greasy. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? Absolutely. So, you know, that, you know, a lot of Washington County football, a lot of Coach Ingram, a lot of his teachings, and everything made Big Johnson. The Big Johnson, y'all know, you owe that to Coach Ingram. So, what I need to know from Coach Ingram is, and the people out there listening, the people that don't know you, people that are not from here, I got listeners all over, hopefully still. I, did, I had them. <laughs> I've been on hiatus. But, so, just tell everybody, who is Joel Ingram? Um, hmm, that's, a, you know, as much as I run my mouth and people, my wife would say that I should never have a problem. I know when you when you get put on the spot like that. Um, I've I've considered myself special, but I've not considered myself special. The older I get, I think I'm special in the sense that I feel like it is a calling that I was chosen to to be a leader and I was to, to, to lead. That was my, what my God, you know, my birth, my God given ability. Um, um, I've, I've taken that as a responsibility. The older I've, I've, I've got, I always cared about my players, but like, I really, really, really understand, um, pouring into them, helping them to become men, supporting them after they become men and always just being, uh, uh, just sort of a, a voice of reason when they needed it. And um, and I've always enjoyed working. I just love people. I love people, man. It, it's been my thing since I was a kid. I've just some people. My younger teacher said that they thought I championed the underdog. Um, I don't know if I necessarily championed the underdog. I just would. I liked everybody. I would talk to people most people wouldn't talk to, or they wouldn't think I would talk to. You know, when I was in middle school in Alabama, it was all preps and headbangers. You had the guys that were dressed like no 80s yeah, hairbands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you had the preps. Man, I could, at a dance, I could, the headbangers had me and then the preps had me. I mean, everybody, right. I sort of, we talked about that gray area. Right. Damon, man, any success in my life has come from operating and living my life in the gray area. Right. You know? Nuance. Yeah, I've always lived, I've always lived my life in the gray area. And, uh. I don't know. I, I think I don't know if that's by design or I purposely did that. You know, for what it's worth, and this, you know, you know how people talk about. I've never been one to understand astrological signs. I just know that whenever, <laughs> whenever over my course of time, whenever the opposite sex finds out that I'm a Gemini, they all cringe. You know, I guess that's a bad thing. But um, I just I enjoy people. I enjoy. Uh, learning from people, I enjoy talking to people and, right. and building people up, you know, and, and, and making people, you know, get better, you know, right. and um, because that's always happened to me. When you have people pour into you, it's more than just your parents and, and, and coaches and teachers, you know, your right. your peers, you know, mm-hmm. you pour into each other and right. 
You're supposed, you're supposed to, you know, that's this type of people you're supposed to be around, people that going to make you grow. Right, you know, and it's like a lot of things you see now, a, a common thing that's tough for me is I'm more of a veteran coach is now kids, they even on teammates, they get on each other on social media about a play here and there. And, you know, I've just never thought about somebody could ever have that power, let alone over a freaking Facebook right. post, post to make me so upset that right. I give it up, right. you know, and that's something that, in our culture today, we, we've got to stress that mental toughness. You know, here's the problem, Damien. There's so much vile stuff out there, but we want to protect them and bubble wrap from it. They've got to know it's there. they got to know the criticism is there. A certain degree they gotta of, know, of exposure. You know, they, certain degree of exposure. they, they got to know. We're God forbid, you know, right. if you could rewind that. You know, and that's one thing I always try to do. And in a program like Waco, they understand better. That's why one reason I look for them to bounce back because, hell, they've been there before. Right. You know what I'm saying? We've been there before. We understand, you know, we've had the whole town flip on our ass just because – of a loss, you know, Plenty and, of times. and we've rattled 10 more off in one region after that. Right, you know, we've done right. that multiple times right. and those guys can do that now. And, uh, cause I told you, there's just a different, different breed of kid here that if you cultivate it, they're resilient, the resilience and Washington County kids, the tough, the physical toughness is there. It's just, and the mental toughness has always been there back before the whole, you know, the, the, the way society is now, mm -hmm. 10, 15 years ago, I mean, you had, I mean, it, you taught mental toughness, you, you, you emphasized it, but the kids were coming to you already mentally tough. Yeah. But yeah. nowadays, we give them reasons, yeah. we want to blame it on the kids, but yeah. I mean, we give them reasons to, you know, like I, people that follow me on social media know I went on a rant about, and it wasn't nothing that happened in particular. I just started thinking how in the last <coughs> five, 10 years, I've getting more of that, oh, I'm just not feeling, you know, like in this emotion, man. You know, that's, you know, I'm just not, I mean, that's, you got to be all in because yeah. in some ways, anything worth doing is worth overdoing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything worth doing is worth overdoing. And if it gets to the point where the overdoing is detrimental, then you, then you adjust, but you never want to suffer from a lack of, you never want to, you never want to, if you're a C student because it's your best effort, then the man, go by all means, that's your best effort. But don't let nothing happen because you did you compromised, mm. or you did you com you know you compromised you you chose the most convenient route, right. and and I say that <coughs> but there'll be times I still choose the the most convenient route and right. I have to correct Same. I have Same. to correct myself. The path of least resistance. You, exactly, yeah. exactly. But you know some things I do still to this day, like getting up. I was like, you're crazy. One reason I get up so early in the morning, number one, because. I think it's good to get your day jump started like that, but I do that for to push myself to do something uncomfortable. Mm. So I'm um, 45 years old and beyond, I can push my kids to do stuff uncomfortable. Right. Nothing looks worse than some big old butterball coach saying, you can't get reached, you can't get reached block. Now, <laughs> get out there and teach him how to not get right, reached. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Right. And, uh, and I've never had no coach work around me that was like that. I just use that as a hypothetical nah, situation because I've been I've We've been seen to, it. We've both seen I've it. I've been to other yeah. – we've, we've had opponents that were certainly like that. <laughs> um, so, you know, I do stuff like that so I can be there, you know, to say I've done it with the kids, you know. And, I, and, and then also I try to remind coaches many times to put themselves in the position of the kid. Sometimes we all forget, you know. Right. So – Headstrong and and unstoppable. That's that's Coach Ingram. That's been him this whole time. And I remember 
you saying stuff to me or saying we gonna do like we gonna do so oh, you gonna get on put so and so on the bar and I look like well I'm not finna do that, but of course you know you was talking about that's the goal we gonna reach right so you let's just say you gonna be doing like when I first came to when I first came to Washington County playing football it had to be summer workout and I was watching them boys uh you know like Shaquan and right. uh, and and Gunk, Big Gunk. Right. Not, not the little goon, the big goon. Jeremy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And uh uh and Nick Brantley then. Right. And they were putting that weight on. God rest his soul. Right, right. Rest in peace. Rest in peace, Nick. And they were, them boy putting that weight on and they squatting. I'm talking about the bar bending, the weight rattling. And in my mind, I was looking like, bro, I ain't gonna never, I ain't gonna never put that junk on my back. You know what I'm saying? And then I was watching them and while I was watching, he like it's going to be you by the time the season. I'm like, bro, and I'm shaking my head. I'm like, man, ain't no way. Then the process starts. Then the process say- started. And so I could have I could have very well, man, you know, wrapped it up, just like you were saying about these young guys, like wrapped it up just then. When the weight got heavy or the bar hurt me, you know, whatever, you know, like any kind of little thing. And I could have gave, gave up or just, you know, like you said, take the path, leave it. Oh, I'm just going to put so-and-so on. I'm just going to put the chip on. It's been many times where I put, let's say I put a five on, and Coach Wallace walk over, take the five off, slam it on the floor, get a ten, <laughs> put it on there. Third lift throw up, let's go. <laughs> you know, and I'm looking like, all right, well, I'm finna crash out. Yeah, so take it on the ball, bam, I'm talking about like nothing. Sit up, look at him, he just look at me. That's right. You put then you put the five on, then and you see, put the that, chip on. That's where the that's where the failure comes in. Yeah. You know, there's those times you go for it and you get it. And yeah. then the times you go for it and you don't get it, but that's what makes the, the hunt so good. You know right. what I'm saying? If every female well, I mean what let's let's be honest. Growing up, half the fun the, the, the all the fun females was chasing them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. When you're yeah, when yeah. you're younger. When you're young, yeah. And, you know what I mean? <laughs> when you're young. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And uh, but you know that you know the thrill of the chase yeah, is sure, is sure. what's you know the, what keeps so many people going for so long. Right. And um, you know the the in the weight room is yeah, is, is, is the thrill of trying to get you know of of, of chasing that you mm-hmm. know you and you think about it you're going to break new records but as mm-hmm. soon as you get that new record you're fighting to break it to the next one. Right. You know so and when you start once you start doing that and you figure out the pro- the process process and progress. The process of okay, this is what I gotta do to get here, and once you start that process, and once you make that progress and get to that point, like I knew it would work, and, and you go to the next. And step. stay at it, but you know what most people would do? Like you're talking about lifting weights, <laughs> and to use this as an example with how people feel about society, most people instead of staying consistent and diet and eating and all that, mm-hmm. they'd want to use steroids for three months mm-hmm. and be in and out of the weight room and gone in six months instead of staying to the game right. and lifting. You know, when you go in there and you see them old heads when you go in four, seven, eight athletics and you see <laughs> Don Morris and you see Blow and you see yeah, Scott Bl- Brothers man, and hey. you see those guys that have been going there. Hey, Blow kind of scary, ain't it? I mean, no, that's, that's, <laughs> CT, that's CT Fletcher in Sandersville. Hey, for real, bro. I love them, man. That, that, I mean, the, the, but those guys, those are the same guys you've been seeing grinding yeah. for 15 years, right, you know. Right, They're consistent. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, he definitely remind. I ain't even think about it till you said it though. He definitely remind you CT Fletcher. I seen the video. You uh, shout out to Nick, Nick Rogers. I seen the video. Nick pulled up with him. He had somebody in there. He was going. I'm talking about they getting to it. 
Oh yeah. Like, yeah, don't stop, don't stop. <laughs> they were curling. I'm like, oh man. But uh so let's talk about let's talk about the job. The coaching job. How to this is this is a broad question, of course, because I'm, I'm it's plenty of things you can say. But I'm just gonna lay it out there. How tough is the coaching job? Because there are so many things you got to deal with. Of course, your your heart and mind is in the right place as far as what you need and want to do for these kids. But that's not it. <clears throat> that's not that's not the whole job. You also got to consider, like we talked about earlier, how these parents are gonna react. How these uh how the community itself is going to react. I remember having games where we put 30 points on people before halftime, come out after halftime, put the twos in, and just let them boys get some, let them boys knock some heads. And we end up beating them for 45, 47, 7, 45, 6. Crazy number. At least 40 points a game. Then it gets to the point I remember people I ain't going to no game. I ain't going to. I don't want to see no blowout. I, I, it kills me. You <laughs> right, know what I'm I don't saying? get it because once we start losing, oh, they're on. Oh, get, oh, get them out of there. Get man, them out I'm of telling there. you, like, man. Okay, so we man, win. Don't get we me lose. Started. We lose. It's an issue. We win. It's an issue. I remember one game. It was I can't remember who we were playing, but I just know it was cold and raining, and literally, absolutely nobody was in the stands. It felt like practice. <laughs> you know, in the sense of you know, it was just us. And I'm like, bro, like, what is going on? You know what I'm saying? But then nobody want to see no blowout. No doubt. So, you know what I'm saying? No doubt. So, that, I like the whole community stay home. I mean, I'm we like, had, damn. you know, we, we went on that tremendous run there. Uh, we would beat, I mean, we're beating like, we beat Peace County. We, we scored 60 points and everybody's like, I don't, I don't I even want to come to them games. I want to come to a, I, I want to come to a closer game. And I'm bro, like, what? I mean. Coach, I told, me and Quinn were talking. And I told Quinn, I like, bro, if we, the team we had, any one of those years when I was playing, if we had beat Baldwin County the way y'all beat them, and later on that season beat Peach County as the good way as they were, the way, exactly. exactly, we would have had a parade the next day. They want to prepare nothing. They would have just like, hey, look, y'all beat on time. We can bring a, bring a flatbed. No doubt, we putting these boys on the float. But then nobody like nobody, nobody cared. It's like nobody cared. This is the community in Washington County. All y'all folks listening, everybody on Facebook. Then nobody really cared. Then nobody say nothing. Then nobody like, oh, we. Be, I'm talking about Baldwin, the the fucking blood were, rivalry of Baldwin. They were, they were I'm really, about, really good. And you know what I'm saying. And and Peach County, especially wanted, coming off, especially coming off of that game, everybody <laughs> talked so much trash about us and. The, the plays and the play calling for that game. Well, what what was they thinking? Why would they do this? And we 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 that was a good game. But then come behind that and we thrashed them boys. Y'all ain't got nothing to say. We don't care. You feel me? It was it was strange. It was so. <laughs> I, well, I kind of ran off. Must not have that. Must not have money on it, huh? <laughs> man, that's <laughs> a joke. Nah, listen, man. I remember them boy coming to the. I remember them boy came to the locker room one day. Hey, y'all boy got Y'all gotta get. Y'all gotta pull it out. I'm like, who is these? Who are these motherfuckers? Anyway, the the two sides of that, like <laughs> what we were saying earlier about you can't have them in bubble wrap. We've got to tell the student athletes, like, 
you can't sit here and say, hey, don't you say nothing mean because there's a lot of people that care. A lot of those guys, that like, and in the past when people have said stuff about me, I know they cared about they cared about the game or whatever. Sure. And if they knew me, they probably think I maybe wasn't a bad guy. You know what I'm saying? But people, the motion, people will say any and everything out of emotion. Mm-hmm. So my brother's a high school principal, and he said he'll never have a parent conference over the phone. He said because you can be King Kong over the phone. He oh wants yeah, to sit oh, right yeah. in front of them in the room. Definitely. So they can you know communicate. But. Uh, <laughs> We want to get, we want to never get lost in text, lost in communication. No doubt, you know. Right. But you know, and and over the years, is one thing in coaching too is when you when you see some of the stuff people are saying and complaining about, the thing that hurts you, it makes you mad. It's like hell, you already know it, and you're right. already pissed off about it. But if somebody else says it, boy, you just, you know you. you, you <laughs> it's you know. cool when they do it. It's a problem when I do it. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck them. Yeah, exactly. But uh, but uh. That thing, that eats at you. But at the end of the day, when you're on the outside, man, like last week, some of the stuff that I said, they were read, they were saying, I wanted to reach out to the coaches and be like, because I know who was some of the ones that I saw was saying it. I'm like, they're, 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 I won't, I'm not going to say they're nothing, man, because there was, I mean, a couple of people that I, that I was, you know, some of them that I know that are, that just really care and just really said some dumb things. Um, but I've said some dumb things before about me, you know. So at the end of the day, again, you just got to put blinders on it and go, you know. Yeah, and, yeah, and like yeah. I said, it's easy to have. You can't a, satisfy people. It's easy to have an opinion when you're on the outside, it, and, oh, and, but be, ha, but having been on the inside and understanding what those guys are having to go through, the best way to do it with the kids they got is just put your nose down and work. And I know they are, you know, because everybody everybody want to be Leanne to it. And sit in the stands and get on the phone and say, run the dang ball. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody want to do that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just like she did on the, on the fucking, you know what I'm talking about, blindside. I don't know. Yeah, I remember yeah, and well. So, and, so, and so let's talk about that because I remember uh, being, being at practice and everybody – why and they asking me for whatever reason? I just, I guess they felt like I was. I don't know what they thought, but why why he don't run the ball? Oh I man, why he don't throw the ball? Why don't he throw the football? So I'm at practice, and we got a core of receivers, but for whatever reason they got the stone hands. You feel know what I'm saying? We had a couple of guys. We, I remember at one point, shout out to CJ, CJ moment, chop moment. Uh, chop just had a baby, man. Congrats, well, congr- congratulations, man. Congrats. I see Mr. Chop. Man. I see Mr. Chop a lot of mornings on our way out of town to Dublin. We always stop by the jet across hey, from Dare Lane. Hey, let's talk about Mr. Chop for a second, boy. That man, <laughs> he, a picture, he a picture of health, ain't he? That man is skated up. Like, I seen him a couple, that same day I called you, and, and you know, to set up. And uh, that man, like, took my arm off, man. Like, what's up, man? What's going on? He goes, and we find we find out me and Tamu get married, bro. He, he, I'm talking about that man looked me in the eyes. like, man, I'm happy. I'm glad y'all was a young, great young man. Y'all turned out good. You know what I'm saying? Because him, Mr. Towner, you know, and a lot of them guys, they made us. They helped make us. They helped wreck from wreck football to church to home. You see what I'm saying? Like, they, they close – our families, everything is close. You feel me? So, like, mm-hmm. they help. They did. 
if I could write a list of people who put into the community and made these young guys like from our generation, they on that list. They on the top of that list. Absolutely. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? So, so yeah, like, uh, so yeah, Mr. Clarence, man, he, <laughs> and I ain't never seen him, I ain't never seen him sad or any kind of stress, frustrated, nothing. He always been smiling and he shaking you up. He gonna shake your hand, he gonna hug you, whatever, man. And so, what we was talking about? Oh, yeah, we was talking about uh, run the dang ball. Like, yeah, people, yeah, we were talking about CJ. We were talking about CJ. Him and probably, like, one other guy we could throw to. We couldn't throw it to meet every fucking play, you know what I'm saying? Because, one, they was on him, covered. And, two, meet's not fast, you mm-hmm. feel what I'm saying? So, like, okay, we can get five yards at third and 15, throwing it to him. And then what, punt it? You feel what I'm saying? So, we didn't have many options. So, but, but... We could line up, like you said on the phone, line up too tight and run pitch, touchdown, or yeah. get 30 yards or whatever. You yeah. feel what I'm saying? It's so still, I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Then you fast forward later on, you know, you're in your coaching career, we got smaller guys on the line. Right. We got some receivers that can fly. Right. We got a running back that can fly. Right. So we might, fake the, we might hit the play action. We got a quarterback that can fly. Right. You see what I'm saying? Fake the play action. Run the option, throw the ball. DJ Sanders out there catching Absolutely. everything, catching everything, catching the cold, catching. You feel know what I'm saying? Absolutely. We had we had a ton of great players. Yeah. And, so uh, it's like you, it was a perfect storm when we we went to the spread. So yes, yes. If there's yes. one thing, it was time for that change. Always respected Gus Malzahn for his success at Auburn mm-hmm. and anywhere he's ever been as an offensive coordinator, head coach, because he's a high school coach, and you adapt. What right. you do, you can't run a system. You got to adapt what you do to the talent you got. And till I go to my grave, there was never a time in Washington County that we didn't we didn't play to our talent, you right. know, and right. what we had in the cupboard. And then when our our talent changed a little bit again, and we didn't have a quarterback in the house, right. we ran the single wing, and that worked right. really good. And right. then then when uh, we had another young quarterback, when Morgan uh, Jones came along. We started doing some more spread stuff, you know. We and we didn't early on because we wanted to get him some confidence going forward. And then when you know we started merging more and more back towards the spread, then we were a mixture. You know, we did some really cool stuff, you know. And now I'm coaching wing T, so I, there's not a there's not an offensive system that I have not run. Right. That was water shooting out, man. That's yeah, all. I thought I like it was bad, but <laughs> lizard shooting or something. Oh, ain't no telling. We, you, know, you know, all the snakes in Washington over here. Yeah. <laughs> For real. For real. I'm dead serious. You, you don't believe me? You should, I believe you should know. I killed a cottonmouth over there. It's, bro, okay. Because you know I used to work for the city. And I killed a rattle in that front yard. We go over there and uh, them boys chained that flower bed. That man killed like 12 rattlesnakes right there in that one flower bed. You feel what I'm saying? So, and what does that say? What was I reading on the internet time? What black folks say, the mama, where's the mama, mama somewhere? Oh, yeah, the mama somewhere, baby, baby. Hey, I'm telling you, that's no joke. That is no, the mama somewhere. <laughs> and it, 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 uh, <laughs> I left my pistol at the house, too, but anyway. Uh, yeah, so, so you end up transitioning to uh, Dublin. It was, it was a shock to me just because. Uh, <laughs> two two memories in my head when it comes to Dublin and Joel Ingram. One, 
was uh one day I brought my uh my rec jersey and it said Big Johnson on the back. And it, but it was green because it was like John Deere was the sponsor. Meese Tractor was the sponsor. Had the, the John Deere green and had Big Johnson on the back. So I, I just happened to bring it. I think I put it up in my locker mm-hmm. or whatever. And Joe Ingram busts in. What you got that Dublin Irish green in here for? And Jeremy Tim like, hey, boy, take that shit down. Oh, Get yeah. it out of here. Oh, yeah. Shout out to J. Till, man. But uh, J. Till, if you're listening to this, you're too big to be listening to this right now, man. Cut it off. Turn it off. <laughs> um, that that one memory. Then the second memory is um, had to be my freshman year, and we were playing Dublin. Uh, that same that same game, Cody scooped and scored. Hey, scooped and scored. Yeah, hey, scoop hey, and, and bro tackles and Dukey stepped. I stepped in the end zone <laughs> for sure, for sure. And we was losing that game, man. And it was a tough game because you know Shamrock Bowl was like a little bowl for real. Like it was like right. little, you know, and so the fans were like right on us and they were hollering. Oh yeah. And then they had the little screen up there with the. With the leprechaun, move them chains, yeah, and yeah. every time they get the first, that shit go off. So both of them were pissed off, frustrated. We get in the locker room, and Corey came in and throw the. Tra- <laughs> you didn't see the track. You didn't see him. You just see the track can fly through the door, and then y'all gotta get it. We we losing. They're kicking our ass, and, all. and somebody fucked around there and started laughing. Man, that man turned red as this down. Red as down. Start like. All the freshmen get out. So all the freshmen had to go. I believe it was like raining. Well, it wasn't raining, but it was like super muggy. Cause it was like, they were like the first two, three games of the season. So it was like still, like around now, like uh, beginning of September. So we had to go sit outside. And after that, matter of fact, from that point on, freshmen was outside <laughs> in halftime. Yeah. That was actually a good thing because they get y'all some, maybe it's hot in them small vision locker rooms. Yeah. So when they, so that was that was Dublin. They're like, oh man, Coach Ingram going to Dublin. And then I thought about uh, Dublin got some athletes, man. They and, do. And if Coach Ingram finna coach up the O line, plus the the natural talent, man, they gonna they gonna be an issue. They gonna be a problem. Right. I didn't like I inherited a, a mule. You know what I mean? Mm. The guy before me did a really good job with him, and uh, and then I got another coach there named Keaton Wilson that's coaching the O line, and he's he's excellent. So. You know, we have a good time every day, but we are hard on them and we coach them to be tough. And I thought we were as hot as it was today. I, I felt like we play, tried to play really physical. And, you know, I bribe them to get, you know, knockdowns in practice. Right. Pops is pit. Right. We, right, we, right. Keep, we keep the freezer full of popsicles, man. <laughs> and we get them every few, every so many knockdowns, they get a popsicle, man. We bribe them every day with popsicles. Listen, man, y'all don't, people listening do not understand. Y'all don't understand. You can go to the store and buy hundred popsicles. That popsicle ain't gonna hit the same as if you earn <laughs> practice or in weightlifting. Lifter of the day, and yes, you get sir. a thirty-two hour power aid. Yes, sir. That power aid tasted different and everything, bro. Me. It came out the bottle. It's just like a power aid you got store, but you earned that motherfucker. Mixed for holy water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they put a touch of some in it, but like it's just the fact that you earned. Because when you sit there and drink it, you think about everything you did to earn that power aid. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, you know, it ain't, it's about the power aid, but it ain't about the power aid or the popsicle. You feel what I'm saying? You earned this. And that teach kids, hey, if I work, I can earn some stuff. Like, mm-hmm. you know, in life, it, that in life sometimes it don't happen that way. But there are a lot of things where 
lot of instances where you got to work or that's all you got to do is work at it. Exactly. And then and then another thing like we talked about earlier if you didn't get it, it was like okay, well next next week or tomorrow I got to work harder. Right. You weren't butt hurt about it. It you didn't go post about it. Uh, yeah. Man, I should have got that power yeah. for little yeah. day. No, yeah. tomorrow when we do them down, we do them down power cleans. I'm gonna put the ten and put the fit, the twenty five on. Go get it. And when you end up, when you end up on that platform, like what you got on, you trying to see what the man got on. What he gonna do for his set? I used that's why I used to try to go second, third lifter, cause I already knew if that man put on a five, I know I can jump a ten. I got it. <laughs> saying? So you know that all that. Well, that's why we. Up. That's why you know, Waco's been successful for so long. Is you we had. Compete. We we had that kind of buy-in, yeah. and like you said, it's not like that everywhere. And um, I think really since COVID, it's took, hard. To, it's hard to think about because that's all we know. I I would think that most programs would do that. It's like why not? But I guess that was the no. It's not like that, that was everywhere. the secret sauce. Exactly. Yeah. You know. Exactly. You know, you work with along the way. You work with different people that have worked in some interesting places, mm. and you hear some of the horror stories, and you realize, man, I was never. I never thought I was in a bad place to begin with, but it makes me feel even better that man, I was, I was in a good place, you know, at Washington County. But, uh, but when you coach guys that have been, you know, multiple places, that's got some stories, man. God, you're like, man, I'm glad I avoided that, or I'm glad <laughs> I didn't have to deal with that, you know. Yeah. So we, you, you got to build a whole nother, finna build a whole nother legacy at Dublin, man. I'm, I'm, I'm in the way. I'm happy for them guys, cause, I mean. Of course, looking back on football career, well, you know, my high school football career, I ain't, I ain't go past high school, it's plenty of stuff that I wish I had did different. It's plenty of stuff that I wish I had wish had happened different. Mm-hmm. But every, every it's plenty of parts of it that I appreciate to this day, and it's plenty of parts of it that I literally enjoy. Like Thursday practice, I remember the bell walking out of the damn locker room with Damn four five Big Daddy pizzas up under his arm. You know what I'm saying? And then we got there, or either that, or we walk out with three, four Captain D plates, and he got a plate full of fish, and I got a plate full of hush puppies. You know, crazy shit. It just uh-huh. that's just I look forward to no doubt. practice, being around the guys, yep. and talking yep. about me. Me and the bell used to yep. dog on. I'm talking about <laughs> me and the bell sitting in the locker room, and I'm talking to. Him just like I'm talking to you, and he just sitting there looking like this. You think he's listening to you? Then he all of a sudden, "Hey man, come with me." <laughs> he go in the damn freshman locker room. He come through the door. He just pick up shit, and just stop. <laughs> I pick this shit up. What y'all my god? So he he'll snatch somebody up. Most of the time, shout out to Nick. It was Nick Rogers. We'll pick up Nick Rogers and like, "Hey man, what you got? Let me get some of these." Let me get the thigh pad. Let me get the knee pad. And shake him down. We'll catch a couple of them guys, you know. But it was it was a way of life, man. It was a it was a rite of passage. It was a culture, man. Football gave football gave a lot of boys names. If you got a name at Washington County Football, that is your, that is your name. You might as well change it on your birth certificate, your social security card. They still call they still call that boy Darius uh, Perm. Do they really? To this day, <laughs> it's either Perm or Slick. He still like he, you know, you and you embrace it like you adapt. You you pick it up. I don't know how the boy, I don't know how the boy got. Uh, I don't know how he got voodoo. But oh he yeah, voodoo. Uh, when he when he moved, remember there was a, the the uh, 
Friday Night Lights TV show. Oh, yeah, on. yeah, okay, okay. And there was a character that was a transfer in and ended up being a great player, and his name on the show was Voodoo. Ah. And he came awesome. on about yeah, the time yeah, the show yeah. was going, he ended up being a really good transfer. Man, that man, he, he was great at outside linebacker. Yep. He had, he, he was, he used to, um, he used to put him on What's Up Waco at the hits. Oh, he, he locked somebody up. Man, just he loved, lived a hit. For sure. But, uh, but yeah, man, that's, they got that in store. Listen, if you if you in the Dublin area and you listen to this, that's what y'all got in store. Y'all y'all picked up a great guy, and Coach Coach Joel. He gonna let you know how it is. Well, he said he oh, he said he older and wiser now. So basically, he, he he taking it easy on y'all. But you know, he we got the brunt of it. And uh, oh, I still got it in me, <laughs> but I just I, I I don't show it as much. I have to I have to I have to keep it in so I make sure I got enough in the tank now. When last time you talked to A. Roger? Uh, I didn't mean. God damn it, Avery! <laughs> it hadn't been long. It hadn't been too long, man. He's doing great. You know, he's uh, just got married, and uh, that's he, right. He's like a lawyer. He's like yes, an attorney. Yes, he is a, he is a practicing <laughs> attorney in Atlanta. Not saying that he couldn't do it, but I just never thought. Yep. Cause them guys. He was always very intelligent, but he was such a he was such an underdog. He had to work for everything he ever got, and that's yeah. all he ever knew. And I mean, I was, I mean, he's he's as big of an embodiment as a Waco way as there ever was, you know. That dog on. I talk to Travis and them all the time. Travis and Mike. I talk to Travis more than I do Mike, but Travis Farron. Mm-hmm. And them boys will have you. I'm talking about they make you laugh and hurt yourself, bro. I'm talking about and Colton and Jacob and yeah. Uh, well, I, I catch Colton at the jet or, or they dad. I catch all of them and yeah. they. They get to the point now they all starting to look the same. You know, oh yeah, oh, yeah no. and I'm like, but I thought you, <laughs> I thought you was your daddy. Colton and I always go back and forth joking around because we get so tickled at, at Portnoy. You know, the guy from Barstool Sports that does the pizza review. You know, with the beer. Uh, I yeah. never, I don't think I seen him. Oh man, he's and he's it's just it's just you know he's kind of yeah. one of those off off kill humors, but uh, he and I <laughs> always get tickled at that. We're always sending each other, tagging each other in those uh, those reviews. For sure. Oh, you seen? Did you see the TikToks with the lineman dance? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Somebody the, else uh, sent me that too. And the, uh, when you were sending the dude dropped the water jug, and he went to pick up the water jug, and he looked around and he got like a line. You didn't see that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And they're like, oh. <laughs> uh, a culture man. Y'all get ready. Dublin, Dublin, Dublin Irish green. <laughs> and then uh, y'all get ready, man, because. What you got about? I think he got about ten more years in. <laughs> about ten more. He got about ten more. But uh, we finna wrap it up, Coach. Uh, let's see. Top three. Top three football games. Washington County High School. Start with number three. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I've got to think of three. Um, I think. I can definitely wait a minute. Well, I can tell you uh, of my favorite wins. God, there's so many of them, man. Mmm. <coughs> um, I think in 2009 that Burke County win was one of my favorite wins when we beat them at home. When we just it was oh, a yeah. track meet that put us in the that down, put us in yeah. the. Uh, that put us in the playoffs, right? Yeah, well, gave us a number two seed. Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna let you finish, but I got, <laughs> I got something to say about 
we were talking about the community and how they be flip flopping. I got something to say about that, about that particular game. And then, um, you know, we did it running the ball. You know, right. we, just, we did it running the ball. Whistle, Gladden went off. Whistle had over 300 yards rushing. Sure. And uh, that game was uh, one of my favorite games um, of certainly that unbelievable game we had with Troop the year in 2008 when we kicked field goal to beat him as time expired. It was like a movie. Bro. That game was a war of attrition. They had uh, J.C. Copeland that was all yep. SEC. They had Brandon World. They had Chris. I, I see him on they TikTok. They had Chris. Uh, God, what was that kid's name? Their guard was an all SEC guard, three-year starter in Georgia. I just can't think of his name. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll think of it but anyway, in a minute. Anyway, um, that game was special, but I probably the my favorite, and of course we had some of Blessed Trinity. I guess my favorite win at Waco was when we went on the road in Atlanta and beat Lovett in overtime, mm. and that was the year in 2014 when Lovett won the AA state championship, and they had had uh, they had AJC power rankings, and going into that game they were five and zero. They had beaten Marist, they had beaten Woodward Academy. Uh, and they had beaten St. Pius. Mm. And they were the number one team in Atlanta, all classifications. And um, we went up there and we beat them, and we were fixed to go across the uh, the parking lot from the gym to go to the field for warm-ups. And Jay English was coaching wide receivers at the time, <laughs> and a Range Rover pulled up real fast. Didn't almost hit him, but it came up a little too close for comfort. Guy rolled down the window and apologized, waved his hand. It was freaking Andre 3000. What? Yeah, his kids go to love it. You know, love it. Yeah, damn. He had a kid. What was that kid? Not uh, Seven was the kid's name. He had a kid oh, named yeah, Seven. Oh, yeah, 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 that's went, right. He had a kid named Seven with Erica Baldu that went to love it. Yeah. And he's five. By the time I do this mix, he'll right. probably be six. Right. You don't, but know, said, you don't, but know, he, but you don't know what song that, that, was, that is, that man. Was, what song that is? You don't know. Um, man, don't, that's, even, don't even bother. No, wait a minute. That's that's one of the freestyles from the. Uh, okay. That's okay. one of the freestyles from the Love Box speaker lock. Oh, okay. Oh no, not oh, the yeah. deep cuts. Come on now. Don't like, even got the deep cuts, bro. Bro, when it comes to Outcast, now don't. <laughs> you already know. That, I mean, I'm known for that. Outcast is that's that they'll always say, and I always say all these young bucks won't nair as you say in the south won't nair one of y'all try. Andre 3000 of her. Nobody no, noticed nobody's called him out in the verses. Perfect. Dang. What that meant? Young mean, Thug called himself wanting to, but you know, he's got other problems right that's now. A whole, so <laughs> that's a whole other thing. That's a whole other episode for the show, bro. But, uh, okay. Um, okay, top three running backs. Okay. And this is always crazy. I don't, I can't. I, I don't do the top three. I can I can I can say I can name a whole bunch of great ones, but I, I, I'm not you know, and every one of them. I mean, Jesus, you know, I'm not. There's too many, and yeah. unlike society today, because you know what that leads into. Somebody always I hate those discussions because great, you know, that's why I hate social media. If you ask great players to do that, they, I remember they had the Miami Hurricanes great sitting around one time talking about who's the greatest Miami Hurricane. None of them could name it. You know what I'm saying? If you're really right. great, you don't look, you know, you've seen Terrence Edwards, he taught, he'll name somebody besides himself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that's just how the, great, the real great ones do, you know, and that's why I always hated it because people – 
you know, they they want to tear down one. Like, you know, they always ain't. One of the greatest players and one of the most hated on players in Washington County history, you know, played in recent memory. You know, and <laughs> I, I think it's unfairly disrespected by many times because he's one of the most insane athletes that's ever come through here on the gridiron. He's he's definitely at top Mount Rushmore. Uh, he's <coughs> on there. You know, I coached from the time I came here. I've been here twenty something years. And uh, one of the one of the most special players, you know, Tyree Burnett, was an incredibly mm. special player in the early 2000s. I mean, he could do it all. I mean, I'm talking defensive back, and we we he gets you 250, and then he gets you 250 rushing five touchdowns and flip over and get the WMZ rib rocker from when he done broke somebody in half as a defensive back. Dang. Um, he was a great Time one. Stacy Walls, the Walls brothers, Roscoe. Yeah. You know, uh, they had a great story. You know, Deion Harden had a sensational season with a one-two punch with uh, Roscoe. You know, you had Melvin Hill, Kilo Johnson, Keith Swint. Man, I can see it. I don't like every one of you guys. I can, I'm, every I'm, one of you I'm guys. with you now because Melvin Hill. Everybody you just named. I can. Ethan Ray. Yeah, for sure. Justin I mean, you know, I remember, like, I was thinking the other day, the second-round playoff game versus um, – versus uh, Callaway, a tradition, a perennial power in 2014. First play of the game, we go inside zone, and Justin Lawrence takes it to the freaking house. You know, um, so many. So, like, it's <clears> I can <throat> tell you and argue a special quality about every running back I've had right. every year. So, <clears throat> right. to name the best, you just can't do that at Washington County. I think you mm. have – if you really want to do it justice to keep people from – uh, hating on each other, you need to have a Hall of Fame yeah, because yeah, yeah. there's or, enough or like a, worthy. Can't, yeah, now we, yeah, we've yeah. had some, it, it, we've had so many great athletes to come through there as worthy of a Hall of Fame. But you know, to, to talk about just re retiring anybody's number, I mean, a lot of those guys have gone. We're going to start doing like North Carolina. So many guys have made it to the NFL that you know they have a, they'll retire a number, but you can call that player and then let you wear that number. Oh, and we've already oh. done that before. Terry Jones has let us wear seventy five, and uh, you know to kid, they're Man, all great they, about. I it. wanted that number so bad, bro. <laughs> I understand? Corey Ingram like to toss me out. Not Corey Ingram. Uh, Corey Wiley like to toss me out the uh, goddamn equipment room. He's like, no, that number's retired. I, I got self number. Right. And, and then self and, and self. Uh, shout out to self, man. I hope he hit his. He walk up on me. I, 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 you told me about Sal, and you showed me the that new paper that time. I watched some film on it that time, but I still didn't know what I didn't know him. And I, if he walked up on me, I couldn't tell you if it was him. So he walked right up on me, and I was just looking at him, and then I figured out who he was. He like, you don't do that number no justice. And I was like, I got it on. You know, he like, I line up right now, and I'm like, okay, you feel me? I mean, I, he, I guess he was trying to fire me up. Fired up. Yeah, but you know, I. Don't, it, but in my mind, I was like, "Okay, not. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna let him run me over for for sure." But I wasn't gonna get worked up. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, I feel you. Like all them guys you named. So uh, Roscoe, that was a bit like a little bit before my time when I was watching. I didn't really watch football. I ain't really. I wasn't really into football until I started playing. So. Uh, I saw he put some of his highlights on TikTok recently. And I like, oh, so I'm watching the film. The man was unbelievably fast. So it was just the same way with the Braswell, the Braswell kid. Like he they got a close resemblance in the way they run. 
they get that little bit of space off tackle, and that's all they need. Mm-hmm. And 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 the Braswell kid, he might be a, a stride or two behind, you know, Roscoe. It's just the way it was somebody's stride and his form, like he ate up the field once she Man, once he ate the yards up. Forty one, there was a for I don't know it might have been from a couple months ago and I just found it on my reels or whatever. But there was a TikTok of us in 2006 against uh, North Hall running 41 pitch. Mm. And, I mean, it made the hair on the back of my neck yeah, stand up. Cause exactly, exactly. Turned around and pitched it, and he caught – Roscoe caught the pitch right, right behind the tight end. I mean, he was downhill, brother. And Nick Brantley pulled out, blew the force up, knocked him down. Right. The tackle blocked down, put the doggone guy on the ground. Right. You know, was, guys were scrambling backside. The fullback – I mean, it was just a – textbook play in the words of joel ingram clinic tape it was clinic tape clinic tape clinic tape (laughs) and that's and i still say this day man something goes right if i'm if i'm shooting a paper wad in the trash can i hit i'll be like clinic tape (laughs) instead of kobe clinic tape i got to steal it i got these got these for sure and uh yeah so them yeah you're right it should be some sort of way to just it's like a it's almost like a mount running back is a mantle just like you know, like Black Panther, it's a mantle. Like you got, it's a standard. Yes, it's, yes, it's, and we had when, we had a standard for years, and there been we've had some great ones at the position, man. God, we've been a plethora blessed with them, and you know, and and like I said, there was some of them. You know, Key Key Swint probably couldn't, man. He couldn't outrun anybody, but Key you Swint run, like a damn. You run the power, run man. Forty-seven kick. He gonna he take about four, five money, people with him. Money. Bro, just give him all, and he was perfectly patient <laughs> with getting four yards for yep. four, four half yep. and getting forty. He's doing well done. Appreciate it. Like, and, and, and plenty of times I see him come off the sideline. I'm like, okay, yeah, we got, it. we got it. Um, one more. I'm gonna ask you one more. Oh yeah. Oh, before I ask this question, I'm gonna mention it. Um, because I was telling somebody about it. It was, I think it was an interview you did. And they was talking. They asked you about Bubba, about Melvin Hill. Oh, Bubba Stevens was a good running back. We yeah, had he's a great player. Uh, and we <laughs> we tried we tried so hard to do that wildcat, but Bubba didn't have no patience. And as soon as the ball snapped, he met the ball in the air and just took off. Yeah. Like, no, you gotta like you gotta sell it. But Bubba, he, he, he always he knew he knew one speed, full speed, exactly. body around. So doggone Melvin, they were asking you about Melvin. He was like, uh. Yeah, he muffed the he muffed the kickoff. It was a punt or a kickoff. Muffed the punt at the one yard line, and he went and scored a touchdown. And was like, just how we drew it up. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Man, man, great players will make a great coach in a heartbeat now. Right. Um, last one. Two teams from different years and one game. Packed house in the old the old stadium with the old concrete stands. And everything else is standing room only. We got, uh, I forgot what they called the Waco boys with the paint on. Yes. Standing up at yes. the top better with the cape and the crown. Yep. Uh, Mr. Reggie Massey calling the game in the press box. What two Waco teams is, is playing each other? Come out that I've, that I've seen. That, that, uh, from your, um, yeah, from your from your oh, from coaching my, career. Oh, from my years. Yeah. Um, we talking about offense and defense. I will say this. I will say 
the 2013 football team. 2013 Hawks. Yeah, the one the one that played Buford. Okay. That that and the 2014 team. But the, it, one, the one that played Calhoun. I will say this. Oh man. Had had we did everything but win the game, the state championship game. Had we won those, those two teams would have been. But the but since they didn't, that 2000 like I'm, I want to say 2013. Then I looked in 14. We were loaded too. I was trying to look at our path to the state championship game. 2013, we our non-region schedule was was it was well, it was hard in 14 too. Man, mm -hmm. man. it was crazy. But those two teams, for some reason, I think they're the best that aren't in that 1990s conversation. Mm, okay, yeah. They those and then 2003 Washington County. That was the year that Seth Watts was a senior and Stacy Walls was a senior. Mm -hmm. One of the most unbelievable individual performances I've ever seen in a high school football game was Stacy Walls in the Georgia Dome. Mm -hmm. And uh, then probably one of the second ones is what Roscoe did at Peach County mm -hmm. in 2005 when we lost in double overtime. I've never seen Peach County get run through like he did. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, but those 2000, uh, you know, then you got the the. The 2009 team sticks out to me as being one of the mo the grittiest because we won 10 ball games and we didn't have a guy uh, sign uh, a football scholarship. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, not because that was by design by any means. Right. That's back before the years of having <coughs> so many different options to go play at now. Right. But we were just a solid team, and they were that way from the time they were freshmen. They were very low maintenance, you know, did what they were supposed to do. And we played, you know, we played – we got beat by the eventual state champion, but we won 10 games. And uh, that 09 team was uh, made me, you know, that was that was a fun team. But uh, you know, the, the 13 team was probably 13, 14. They were the they were probably the best teams that weren't 1994, 96, 97. Defense was outrageous, bro. Defense they were was outrageous. They Joey were. Kitchens and them boys in, yes. in the interior. Yes. And uh, I don't know if you can find in the old Waco Waco football page, but all of the stars from it was them two years. All of the stars on the team was the Water Boys. Yeah, absolutely. AJ, CJ, and uh, well, and then if you remember, we had we had Lance and Lawrence Austin, who yeah. was uh, Derek Austin's two kids, and they moved to Lamar when he was that guy. That's, they had yeah, great that's, careers that's at right, Georgia Tech. Right. Yeah, yeah, My, yeah. Our ball boys were freaking all world now. Yeah, man, listen. But uh, you got and that and that go back to what we were talking about at the beginning, man. It's the whole you got the. They started all the way from, you feel what I'm saying, the bottom, yep. and became they played for the state championship. They were they were just special yeah, people. Yeah, for sure. Oh, they were special. And the 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 2012 team was up in that mix too because they were the beginning group, the catalyst of that they were. And that was the group with Michael Selby yeah. and uh, and William Walker. Mike Mike the Ball Hawk. Now, Mike swapped by 30 passes that season, bro. And I tell you, you want to name players, whatever you want. You want to know who's the most underrated player that I coached at Washington County, and I would argue is he's. You played with him. I would argue that he's one of the all-time greats. Uh, position. Give me a hand. Give me a position. Anything. Oh, okay. Uh, You've mentioned him already. The bell. DJ Sanders. Oh, D oh yeah, yeah, yes sir. DJ Sanders. DJ Sanders was was fun. he's very underrated. Uh, uh, Megatron Sanders. <laughs> one of the, the hardest nosed football guys I've ever been around. Yeah. Just bought in, just just loved the game. 
was uh, Will Conway and mm -hmm. Preston Daniels. Preston Daniels just loves to play football. I mean, he right. just enjoys everything about it, you know, and I, I mean, like being around people like that, you know. I remember seeing that man in eighth grade, and I was like, well, you are you? You, <laughs> you know, he was just already yeah, big. Yeah, right? yeah. And I just gave him a few points because I think they was running. Oh, he was playing fullback, and he was missing the block. He was like, he'll get there like a second too late. And I just gave him some of the teaching y'all gave, like, you know, step with that lead foot, don't step in the bucket. And so, you know. But, yeah, Coach, listen, it's been great. It's been great talking Absolutely, to you. Absolutely, man. It's, and it's late on a Wednesday night. I know you got somewhere to be. You know, I got to get home and see about the see about the, the little Michelin man at the house. I know he done crying right now. So, uh, but I appreciate your time, man. Absolutely, uh, brother. We got to do it again. We yes, got to sir. get some more get some more hauls in. I got you know we had a little round table. We do some discussion. It'll be great. We can do to get a couple guys from each era and we discuss everything, man. Mm -hmm. Just talk about the legacy of Washington County and uh, just you know go down memory lane to get some out the ball. Might be able to find some tapes or something somewhere. But uh, but anything else you want to say while we wrap up? Uh, just. Just that they enjoyed it, you know, and I had never had a chance to talk my opinions on a lot of stuff, and uh, I don't know, you know, first, I've done a few podcasts, but I was pretty cool, you know, I hope, <laughs> I hope my I hope my insight and expert, uh, so-called expertise, whatever you want to call it, something to say, uh, and maybe that'll help. Be on the lookout for the uh, Cut the Grass podcast coming soon, <laughs> hosted by Joel Ingram, it's all online. O-line everything <clears throat> But yeah uh, Alright Cole We gonna get out of here Appreciate y'all Appreciate you Giving me your time Good luck down there In, in the Shamrock Bowl And uh We'll see y'all ne next time When everybody's upset